OXO's kitchen tools go through an exhaustive testing process. But senior product engineer Mac Moore admitted that they get a little help. We build a custom robots for each task if we can. So sometimes we can't do that and we have to we have to bring in temps or just do it ourselves. But if we can build a robot, we do. It's a lot of fun. Robot tested, home cook approved. Learn more at oxo.com. That's oxo.com. Hey proof listeners, it's Bridget here. Now we hope you've enjoyed the first season of Proof. We're busy working away on the second season, so very soon we're going to have a whole new batch of fascinating stories and answers to all of the burning food questions that you didn't even know you had. New episodes will drop every Thursday, starting this spring. In the meantime, we're posting bonus content every two weeks. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you don't miss out. I thought a lot about fair foods and fair food culture while we were working on that story all about it for season one of Proof. And if you haven't listened, go check that out. It's called, unsurprisingly, Fair Foods. But anyway, I had a conversation with my colleague, Jack Bishop, about a fair food that's near and so, so dear to his heart. For me, you know this about me. My childhood memories were formed by my Italian grandmother, at least the culinary ones. She was responsible for the most amazing food of my childhood, uh, Catherine Pizzarello. So despite the last name of Bishop, I am half Italian. And I grew up enjoying Zeppoli, both at the San Gennaro Festival in Little Italy in New York, as well as at home with my grandmother. She used to make you Zeppelis. Now, for people out there that don't know what Zeppelis are, they're basically tiny little balloons of sugar, fat, and love, aren't they? Mostly love. (laughs) Uh, They're little donuts. There's no hole. They're irregular. And the part about this that I love is that when they would come out of the hot fat, my grandmother would put them into a brown paper bag that was filled with confectioner sugar. And I had a job. My little sister had a job. My little brother had a job, which was to shake. And you would shake and you would shake. The bag would get a little greasy. Uh, Because it was also sort of blotting off that exterior grease. And then you'd open up the bag and you would have these sugar-coated, amazing treats that it's like it's yesterday. And, you know, fortunately for me, it's 45 years ago, 50 years ago. um, But I can still smell it. I can still taste it. It's kind of amazing, those particular food items that can take you back to a place, really transport you back in time. And you mentioned the fairs in Little Italy as well. Were those Zeppelis different there or put us in the middle of one of those street fairs? Yeah, so I'm, uh, I grew up in New Jersey, but both my parents grew up in New York. Uh, the San Gennaro Festival was a annual rite when I was a small kid. Uh, living in northern New Jersey, we'd go in. It was originally on Mulberry Street, and then it sort of expanded out. It was always uh, early September, so the weather's kind of at its best in New York. Um, it's crowded. And what I mostly remember is being really small and not being able to see a thing and the smell of sausages everywhere. (laughs) That's a good smell. (laughs) It's a good smell. Um, Of course, I always wanted the Zeppeli. I was really more a sweet tooth kid. I'm still a sweet tooth adult. Um, So we were always looking then for the smell of the, you know, the the frying oil. (laughs) Little Italy, Lower Manhattan, uh, block after block of streamers firecrackers, there's always firecrackers, crowds, and the smell of sausages and the smell of frying oil. 
the Zeppelins that your grandmother used to make, the texture of them, uh, you said they were light, no hole in the middle, covered with sugar. I got to tell you how I ate them. Okay. So there were two times a day because when we would go when I was a kid to my grandparents, they thought we were all way too skinny. My grandmother in particular thought we were too skinny. So we had five meals a day. That's a grandmother's job. Yeah. Is thinking you are underfed. Yeah, we called it the fat farm, um, <laughs> where my siblings and I, we would go and sort of get fattened up uh, every summer. And we would have Zeppeli at two occasions. There was the mid-morning meal between breakfast and lunch, which Zeppeli would be appropriate for. They were not quite a breakfast <laughs> meal, um, but, you know, and that snack that you could have. And then there was the late night. Uh, my grandparents, who never gambled, had an electric roulette machine. Uh-huh. In their house. In their house. <laughs> just in case. What? Just in case. <laughs> it would sit on the table, and you'd press the button, and, you know, it'd spin around, right? and we all had our money, and we were playing for pennies, and the snack food that would accompany the roulette was Eppley. Really? <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Think of the money she saved not going to Atlantic City. You could just sit around and eat Zeppeli and play electronic roulette. Yeah, and of course, <laughs> the kids always won. I mean, of course. Of course. I, I really, you know, but I did learn the rules of roulette at a very young age <laughs> while eating Zeppeli. <laughs> we developed a recipe in the test kitchen for Zeppelis. What do you think when we finally put Zeppelis on the roster, for one thing? And what do you think of the outcome? I'd been arguing for Zeppeli for years. And, you know, I'm the expert taster when it comes to Zeppeli. Um, and these are a very good, close rendition of my childhood memories in the sense it's very craggy. Um, they're chewy. Mm -hmm. They're a little bit crisp. But unlike, let's say, um, you know, a New England-style donut that's cakey, this one has some pull to it. Little tug. Little tug. And it's a little doughy, not undercooked, mm -hmm. but it should be a little doughy in the center. And... Um, really sugary. Well, at least it's not a gamble, right? To eat no, I just, I mean, it's, it's a sure it's bet. Like, I can see, I can still see the lights in that roulette going around in my grandmother's glasses. I mean, it's like yesterday. Seriously. I mean, I'm getting all teary. So, <laughs> well, Jack, I mean, this is like, this is my grandmother's food. Yes. Uh, you know. Well, sometimes a recipe is just a recipe and sometimes it's a touchstone. And I think in this case, you know, Zeppeli means a lot more to you than just being a donut. Thanks, Jack. Thank you. Now, don't worry. We're not going to leave you wanting. We've got an amazing Test Kitchen recipe for Zeppelis available on our website. That's www.americastestkitchen.com slash proof. And thanks for listening to this bonus episode of Proof. We're posting new content every couple of weeks and coming this spring, season two of Proof. So be sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you'll automatically get new episodes as soon as they're released.